Yo, 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 what's going on, Spartan Nation? Ah, it's your guy, Devin, here with my boy, West Coast Rail. Yes, sir. And listen, um, I will just be quite frank with y'all. It's a dark time for Michigan State right now. This is a very, very dark time to be a Spartans yeah. fan of the uh, football yeah. team right now. Basketball is looking like it might be a little promising this year, but um, but football <laughs> is definitely um, it's it's a dark time for us right now because, you know, for the first time, um, you know, I, I'm I'm 27 years old. I'll just get a little personal with y'all. I'm 27 years old. Um, I haven't been on this earth that long. I've only been watching football for 22 years. I know a lot of people out there, they got 30, 40, 50, 60 years watching the game. They've watched yeah. it evolve and change a lot. Um, but just, you know, going on that and saying that, my thought right now is just I have don't think I've ever watched a period of time between um, – because I'm also a New England Patriots fan. I've never watched a period of time with the Patriots or the Spartans football to where things were so uncertain of what is going on with the team. Yeah. I've never been in that moment, I don't think. And, and any of my sports teams, really, like with the Celtics, um, Red Sox for hockey, and hockey baseball, and then uh, the Bruins for hockey. I, I like, I've never, ever, ever had a period of time where I've just been so uncertain with what's going on with the team. I've seen bad teams. Well, you've seen bad teams. We're Spartans. Yep. You've seen bad teams. Yep. You're also Alliance fans. You've seen plenty yeah. of teams. I'm seeing it right now. Yep. I've seen a few bad Patriot teams in what very few years that they've been or very few years that they've been active. I've seen them. Yeah. I have seen them. So, but the one, at least the difference with those teams is the fact that they, they had a plan of what they needed to do to fix it and they executed on it. It may not have happened right away, but they knew what the plan was. Right now with this Spartans team, I'm gonna let you get some thoughts on here in a second, row, But I don't, I don't, oh, yeah. did they, I don't know if they recognize like what's what, or what if they're gonna fix it. They're gonna fix the problem. No, I don't think they, I don't think they can. Not with Scotty Hazelton at the at the forefront. Um, for those that don't know, uh, Michigan State lost again. You know, surprise, <laughs> 20, 27 to 13 versus Maryland uh, last last Saturday um, at the horse, at the horseshoe, right? We were, we were at home that game, right? No, we were on the road. Oh, we were on the road? We were uh, at Maryland, yeah, because I sported right, the white jersey okay. for the first time. Hey, that's all right. That's all right. We got our ass kicked. It's okay. But, um, yeah, this is uh, another loss. That's th- three in a row. Um, and you're right. The defense is just... It's 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 god awful. It's it's the secondary. I don't know what happened uh, with Harlan Barnett, but ever since he went to Florida State, uh, his coaching pedigree was left in there as, just as well. So uh, he needs to go back to Florida State. Um, Scotty Hazleton needs to go back to Kansas State where he came from, and we need to go get some 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 better uh, coaches in here to coach these guys up because there's no way that. We should be bagging up. I hate how we play defense. Uh, right before the snap, you'll see somebody like Amir Speed or uh, uh, Chuck Brantley uh, back away 10 yards from their wide receiver just as the play is about to begin. 
which is the worst thing in the world because the quarterback can see that. Like, and they just pick apart this defense. And it's just like, at some point, you see, the, we can't seem to get pressure on the quarterback because I know that that is another thing that kind of gets overlooked. But yes, we still do not have a pass rush to help this secondary out. So I'm sorry to say, if we can't seem to put pressure on the quarterback, we will never win. A, we will never win another game this whole season if we do not put pressure on the quarterback. I'm gonna, I'm gonna out loud say that. Like, we're gonna have to take an ass kicking from Michigan, and that's gonna be the worst thing in the world for me. I'm just not. I'm not ready for that. I'm just not ready for them to, to tell me that they're this bad. Like they're gonna tell us that we don't have enough talent. Like we. Like, we're not talented enough. We're not more talented than Indiana. Are we not more talented than Purdue? Are we not more talented than Maryland? Like, come on, y'all. You, there's no way. Justin Thee, Mike Valenti, Rico Beard, Brian Musala, uh, Jason Strayhorn, all y'all cannot tell me that we don't have talent on this team. They're just not going to tell us. These are not two stars, two-star guys on the field. These are transfers that were four stars. Big time four stars at that coming to play here in East Lansing, and this is what the this is what the fuck we get. I mean, it's, it's like that. It's, there's it's that Twitter horrible. video that went around. Um, I don't know if you remember. It was a couple weeks ago where Scotty Hazelton was trying to out there and get the defense fired up for the start of the game, and, and when no nobody paying attention, when no nobody paying attention to him, nobody's looking at him. What what does that tell y'all? What's that tell y'all right there? We have no respect for him. That's one thing. They got no respect. They don't want to listen to him because they know he's not easy. He's not cool. Like, I, I just, I really, we I, we already went through this with D'Antonio. And much respect mm-hmm. to D'Antonio, Mark D'Antonio. We love Mark D'Antonio. We got nothing but respect for him. He beat Ohio State three times while he was while he was a uh, coach. Beat him mm-hmm. three times. And so most people yep. don't recognize or what they don't remember from his uh, from his tenor. From going in from uh from 2007 to 2009 or 2000 or 2019, Mark D'Antonio beat Ohio State three times, and um, for a Big Ten coach, you know Ohio State's the top dog. Ohio State's yeah. the dog in the Big Ten. They've been the top dog since the turn of the century. Um, very similar to basically Alabama in the yeah. SEC. Top dog. That's the crown jewel. The fact that there has been no other Big Ten coach that has lasted as long as Mark D'Antonio and managed to beat Ohio State that many times. Yeah. And he did it. And twice he did it in big games. Now, the first time he did it, that was Ohio State's down year. I'll, I'll be truthful with you guys. That was Ohio State's down year with the whole Jim Trussell thing and the, the tattoos and the, or the whatever it was, that scandal. Right. That uh, caused Ohio State to have to sit out of bowl games for two years or whatever. Yeah. So, um, so I, I do want to know from you. I want to know how do you fix it? How do you fix it? What's our solution? Everybody wants to talk about the problem, but not a lot of people want to come up with a solution. So I want to for you. What is the solution to this problem? Solution what would you is, like to see? The solution is don't be like D'Antonio. Don't not fire your buddies. Don't shuffle around the coaches. Shuffle around. Figure this out. No, don't do that. No, no, no. We've got to start holding people accountable. Regular jobs hold people accountable for less. True. And fire them. Yeah. They hold accountable for less. I watched so many people at my last job before the current job that I have right now get fired for the littlest things. Yep. 
this guy, Scotty Hazleton, has had the worst rank defense. I don't want to sit here and say, here and say, we're all, yes, we're a team. We're all in this together. I get it. Yep. As a mm-hmm. team, as the players, as coaching staff, they're all in this together. I get it. But someone has got to be held accountable. Scotty Hazleton is the defensive coordinator. We all know it's not a talent issue. We all know it's not a talent issue. It's not a talent issue. I'll say it one more time. It's not a fucking talent issue. This is a scheme. We can all see it. Everybody, even the most brain-dead football fan, can see that it's a scheme. Stevie Wonder can see it. Helen Keller, they can all see see it. It is a scheme issue. Fire Scotty. Move on from the scheme. Or at the very least, if you don't want to fire Scotty, if you're really going down that route, change the scheme. Change the scheme for the rest of the season, and let's see what happens. I don't think you can do that. You know you know why? I mean, you might can, but you can't do it right away. You have to wait to the bye week to change your scheme. So they're going to still be, you know, looking like ass versus Ohio State. Like, they're really going to give up the booty when it comes to Ohio State. So it's not even they, – they, they, there's no – there's nothing that they can do. And then they got Wisconsin right after. And then, and, then, and they might could win that game because Wisconsin's, you know, they just lost their head coach. So they might could, you know, come away with a little sneaky victory there if they, if they play up to it. But that's the, that's, this is the next thing that I'm um, afraid of is um, them quitting on, on Tucker so early. Uh, so you we all have to be, uh, you know, prepared or aware that, Hell, this team might just quit on them. So, if that's the case, you really do have to do something to, you know, gather the momentum of what you have left so that this team can still fight for you. You want this team to still be fighting. Even in a losing, do it in a, in a great effort. Like, do you know what I'm saying? Like, as of right now, if I, if I wanted to do the solution for me is to, yes, fire Hazleton, uh, during the bye week, fire him, uh, appoint someone else on the defense as defensive coordinator, and let's and change up your scheme that way. Do do that then, so that you got two weeks of practice to hopefully change some things and hopefully put some guys in the right spot to make some plays. That's all we're asking. Um, the four two five is dead. We can we can we can dead that. I would much rather see. Um, because we're so thin on defensive line, I'd rather see us go for fourth, uh, three, four, a three-four defense. Because you know, I just I think we have more linebackers that we need to be playing. Um, yeah, I don't so I don't disagree with that. I usually prefer the four-three, but I can definitely see your point on that. I I definitely agree with the three-four. Yeah, it's just because we just don't have the the, the D line depth at this point. With everybody getting hurt and stuff like that, it's going to be kind of hard to find a rotation. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want these guys getting like super tired. You yeah, know, I gassed out time. by the middle of the second quarter. I see what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, just because they don't have a rotation, they'll just really do that. So three guys and then try to rotate from there. I might can I might can get away with it for now. But uh um just just do just do that. Um and then find you a real defensive coordinator at the um, at the end of the season. Um and also play your young guys. I know we don't want to say this because Peyton Thorne has been has been very good stats real quick on Peyton Thorne. Peyton Thorne so far has uh, 
attempted 162 passes, completed 104 for for 1,121 yards, 64% completion rating, 6.9 average per pass, uh, eight touchdowns, but six interceptions. Which is yeah, he big. wasn't like he wasn't like that last year. He was not like that last year. I don't know. He wasn't, he wasn't turning the ball over last year like that. I don't know what's happened, but we cannot have that happen with this type of defense. So all I'm saying is, if because Ohio State we're going to get drugged. So <laughs> if, if as far as he, <laughs> it's not going to get better. I'm just letting everybody know this. Get ready because it's not going to get better. Now, I told y'all, Peyton Thorne's on a two-interception uh, rate with me. If he throws two interceptions, he has to come out and someone has to come in. No, no matter what the circumstance is, it's just the way I, way I see fit. And I'm sorry to say Noah Kemp so far. Let me give you his stats. Even though they're not as impressive, but there is something that's very impressive with it. Noah Kemp, nine attempts, eight completions. 93. 9% completion rating. 10 yards per pass. 10 yards per pass, two touchdowns, zero interceptions so far. I mean, come on. Yeah, Noah, Noah's looking great, but I just, um, we still haven't seen Noah, like, get a full week of prep and practice. He's just kind of thrown in there, and, you know, defense doesn't really, and they'll notice, uh, the thing I have noticed over the 22 years that I have been watching football is that the backup quarterback, if they can, if they're somewhat competent and can play, um, Let's use a prime example of uh, Cooper Rush right now for the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Um, if they're competent and can somewhat play, they're going to be able to come in there and probably and look good and look decent. Okay. They're going to be able to, especially, you know, you just coming into the middle of a game, taking over and win. The defense don't have any film on them. They don't know what they're going to do. They don't know what they're capable of doing. So, yeah, Noah Kim comes in there. They're thinking, oh, he's a freshman, rookie, whatever, you know, whatever year. Is he a freshman or a sophomore? I think I want to say he's a sophomore. Okay, so so he's a sophomore. He's coming in. He's barely any experience playing in real-time games. He's coming in there. They don't have any film on him. They don't know what he's going to do. So, yeah, he's going to come in there. He's going to make himself look pretty decent. But Um, isn't that an advantage? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I don't want to take any – like, I don't want to take anything away from him, but I'm saying, like, a full week of prep, a week or two of prep, you know, we'll say give give him two games, two full games, see how he looks, if he's still slinging like that. My only concern is that he might not be, and I don't want to destroy his confidence. I'd rather let Peyton ride it out. Since Peyton is competable and we know that, I'd almost rather Peyton just ride it out for the rest of the season regardless. Oh, and well, then, here's what, I, here's what I'm going to give you a scenario. If if you're like that, that's fine. You can be like that. That's for sure. But what if Peyton Thorne loses you every single game? If you Let's just give that scenario. Peyton Thorne's in the game. You're going to lose every game. Whether he does good or bad, I'm not saying that. But you're going to lose every single game from here on out. You're okay with that, though. You're okay with losing every game. At this Don't, point. You know, at this, at, yeah, at this point. At this point, what I, I don't even know what difference it makes. Um, the, the goal for Michigan State at the beginning of the season was to beat Michigan, beat Ohio State, win the Big Ten title. Beat Penn State, obviously, too. But win the Big Ten title, go to the playoff. That was our whole goal. That at this point ain't happening unless we win out the rest of the season and then Ohio State and Michigan both have to take losses to two other teams. Well, I listen, I'm I threw out when all that right about now. I'm I'm done with it. This season is done for. 
It's about getting these players drafted and getting momentum for the next season, upcoming season. So, and that means playing your young guys to see what you got. At this point, it's a I gotta see what I got. I mean, so you I almost don't even see through. um, you don't you almost don't even see Jade Reed. It on every play, at this point. No, I mean, it, and it's I mean, sad. It is, but it's it's protecting him. He's gonna get drafted. He's one of our guys that I believe will get drafted, regardless. He's, oh yeah, he's going. He's, 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 he's done so much. He should be drafted. I believe he might get drafted by the line in the second, third round. But hey, that's just me. And we can just be be you know even more powerful on offense. But um, that's just my wishful thinking. But but on a serious note, I mean. Any of these guys that have the potential of being drafted, I wouldn't be surprised if you see people sitting out. Like, you know what, coach? Especially any – I mean, there's nobody in the secondary. If, I mean, Xavier Henderson had the, had the most potential of being drafted. Am I right? Oh, absolutely. Him him, and uh, um, Darius Snow. Yes, Darius Snow was also another one. Unfortunately, out for the season. Uh, you know, I can't wait for him to come back next season because I believe uh, – I believe it's gonna be something. I believe he's gonna be he's gonna come back with a vengeance. So, uh, but Xavier Henderson, hopefully we can see him back next this year at some point, maybe. Mm-hmm. Just 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 to hold, just to show people that you know, you know, it, you should you should be drafted in my opinion. But um, this defense is just it's just it's 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 pathetic. It's it's I can't even put it into words. Yeah, it's I'm it's bad. It's just a, it's just the way the scheme and everything is set up. It just you know we want to see change. That's it. We just want to see an effort. Like you know what? It's like I told. It's it's like we were talking about a little bit off um off uh, off hand before we started recording here. Um, I watched you know my Patriots. I watched them play defense Sunday. I watched them. They went in there. They had a third. Brian Hoyer got knocked out in the first quarter. Had to come in there or in the middle of the second quarter. Bailey Zappi. Everybody from Michigan State, so remember that name, had to come in there and play quarterback. Patriots were down to a third-string rookie quarterback against Aaron Rodgers in Lambeau Field and still managed to take the game all the way to overtime. Why did we do that? Not necessarily because Bailey Zappi went out there and threw 400 yards and four touchdowns, but because they played solid defense. They blitzed Aaron Rodgers. They pressed his receivers. They got up there in their face and played defense. They were handsy with the receivers and swatted the ball away. They didn't sit here and play back 10, 15, 20, 30, 40 yards deep. It wasn't prevent defense every down. It was, I'm, I'm tired up of in the, doing that too. Yeah, it's we I'm get up in the face, that. we press, we knock the receivers off their freaking uh their routes. Mm-mm-mm. No one, no one on no one on our defense jam. You no. have a mere speed who is six three. Mm-hmm. Six three quarterback. That's a Richard Sherman sized quarterback right there. And he could be a very good NFL uh cornerback. But you'll never know when he's ten yards off the fucking line of scrimmage from his guy, and his guy just catches a seven yard out route that, that turns into twelve yards. You know what I'm saying? Like it's mm-hmm. just it's 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 the same shit over and over and over. It's like then we see guys, oh my god, I forgot to tell you about this. We see guys that uh, catch the ball up from the opposing team, and they're wide the fuck open. I mean, open, no yeah, one in no twenty contest. yards of them. We're like, what the? Yeah, what well, the? I'm watching that. Like, and I, every time I see that, I'm just questioning. Like, yo, where's the defense at? Like, where are we at? That scheme, though. I mean, that's that's you cannot tell me that somebody just. Oh, I missed the assignment. 
Why is he still playing on the? Why is he still playing? Yeah, we you see can't the same see. lineup every single week. I we can't even line up every single week, and you we see people miss assignments like that, but yet they still are, are able are able to go out next week or even next series and still play. Like that's unacceptable at the highest level. It doesn't. I don't care, Mel Tucker. You make ten million dollars a year. I'm sorry to say it's going to be tough making these decisions, but. Your loyalty is to the money. Your loyalty ain't to none of these guys you're seeing in your face. I understand, you know, the the coaching fraternity and whatnot, but I'm sorry to say, this is this. I'm not about to sit up here and just, you know, F my money off because y'all don't want to do y'all job. So I got to go and fire you and make sure that somebody, you know, that I can hire somebody who will do your job, who will coach these guys the right way. And get the most out of them. That's what I need to do. I mean, this whole bend don't break mentality. Um, I'll just go ahead and say this. You know what? If we're going down that route, we might as well just let everybody get to the five yard line because our goal line defense isn't let anybody score. And anytime yeah. anybody's got down to the goal line like that, we've <laughs> and they've gone for it. We've <laughs> we've um, yeah, <laughs> we've defended it. We we've kept them. people out of yeah. the end zone. We kept people out of the end zone four downs in a row multiple times. So at this point, I mean, I feel like if they want to win any games, you might as well just let everybody drive down the field. So about the three yard line, <laughs> and we'll be yeah. able to play defense. Then they can't move the ball on us then. But um, no. serious though, I, I just um, you can just I I just I can't even. I used I know, to. Yeah, it, I get excited. I got excited. I got excited at a at the beginning, not even the beginning of the season, but these first couple games, and even after the loss to Washington, you know, like I, I listened to the interviews with Mel Tucker, the after game interviews, and all that, the pre game, the pre week. Leaving it. Excuse me. <laughs> excuse me. Yes, I am a little tired. I've been up for quite a while, but um, so I've listened to all these interviews, but now I can't even do it anymore. Because I keep hearing the same thing from Mel Tucker. Oh, we just got to execute yeah. better. Oh, we just got to execute better. And I'm like, uh, you know death, what? Death I'm by like, it, it's, type shit. And once yeah, again, that's what he said again. Like, come on now. Like, it's, I'm hearing, I hear stuff like that from Bill Belichick too. And that's why I don't even listen to Bill Belichick's interviews. But Bill Belichick goes out there and does what he needs to do for his defense and gets the things done. So exactly. I don't really care to hear any interviews afterwards. I don't, I've never been that type of person, but I'm so ingrained with Michigan State and what Mel Tucker, the culture and whatnot he's brought. That I started mm-hmm. watching some of these interviews like last season and then now beginning of this season, like I really started getting into it, really enjoying it. Yep. So and I want to know. It's like I just can't hear it. I can't. I can't listen to that stuff anymore. I can't. Oh no, because it's a broken record by now. He needs to mm-hmm. say something else. He needs to do something else in, in order to keep his fan base. He was literally saying, "Hey, guys, we need the woodshed pack for Ohio State." Please don't sell your tickets to Ohio to Ohio people. Bullshit. We about to get our ass kicked. I don't I, listen to any Michigan State fan out there that says, "Fuck that." I don't want to go and see our see us get uh, fucking raped, prison raped on the field. I don't blame you. Don't do that. Go to a party. Go do something else. Don't waste your fucking money, your time, none of that. Going to the woodshed to see us get our ass out the frame. Mm-hmm. Scotty Hazleton, this is your time. Listen, I'm telling you right now, Scotty Hazleton has a, 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 a shot. I mean, a, a miller shot of coaching again. You step up on this game. Let's see. Let's see if your defensive mind, let's just, you know, maybe you was just a bad luck. Maybe it was three three bad games that 
shit, you know, it is what it is. Maybe, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> but if you step up against Ohio State and you actually, you know, hold them to like 27 points, I might can give you credit for it. Maybe, listen, no one has an interception this season. That's a problem, though, Scotty. Like, you can't. That has to That has to hurt you somehow. That has to. Come on, Harlan Barnett. That has to hurt y'all somehow. None of, no one has an interception this season. Here's what I will say about that. Now, if we do want to take it on a positive note, talking about Scotty Hazleton taking this opportunity to try and coach a better game, at least show us that you're capable of coaching a competent defense. Yes. What people, yes. need to rem- what people need to remember is that the year that Michigan State, after he went to the playoff, the year after we went 3-9. and nine. But what people need to remember and realize is from that year, not necessarily... I won't say similar to this year, but last year, or not last year, but uh, similar to that year, that 2016, to this year right now, 2016, we took a lot of losses that were very close. One of them was to Ohio State in East Lansing with that 3-9 and team, that team that went 3-9. and We took a one-point loss to Ohio State. If people remember that correctly, I don't remember what we lost to Michigan, but we that was JT Barrett's. I think that was his junior year. Yeah, I think that was his junior year. We lost by one point to Ohio State. One point. We ain't doing that. We ain't doing that this Saturday. This Saturday is not about to be a one point. (laughs) And and the only reason we actually lost that game is because Mark D'Antonio decided to go for two, and we missed it. And we ended up losing 17 to 16. Um, he ended up going for two. There was like three or four minutes left in the game. But, um, yeah, he still ended up going for two, which I understand. You got nothing to lose at that point in the season. Try whatever. Right. Who cares? Right. Um, but didn't end up converting it. So couldn't play spoiler to Ohio State that year. But everybody thought we were going to get We Everybody thought we were going to get blown out because of that, because of how our season had been going. But we still came in there and played. So, Scotty, there's an opportunity just like that for you to come in here and do this and show us that, okay, you can be a competent coach. But it, but I'm going to tell you right now, if you do that, these next three weeks, you somehow you come out and you coach a great defense, even if we say we go 2-1 and one in these next three games or 3-0 magically some way, somehow, and you coach a competent defense, either way, it's a lose-lose for you because I'm still going to be upset because I'm going to be wondering where the hell this defense was at the beginning of the season. So listen, I'm the, that happened. I don't see uh, Scotty's not not the right coach for this program. He might be a right program for a Big Twelve team, or a Pac twelve team, or a Pac ten team, whatever you want to call him. Then yes, he should go over there and do that. But he can't do it here. This is for the this is big dogs, SEC and Big Ten big dogs. We come, we we need real defensive coordinators over here. Not not Scotty Hazleton of the world. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And we have to we have to get a pass rush. That's one thing that's been overlooked. But I'm not going to let B.T. Jordan, Marco Coleman, I'm not going to let those two guys off the hook. You guys are just just as much to blame for these three losses as you were for those two wins. So we just we need to we need to understand like we need a pass rush if we're going to help the secondary out at all. We have got to touch the quarterback. Jacoby Wyndham women is 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 
everybody knows who he is. So he's going to get double teamed. So he's out of the question. He can no longer do what he needs to do. Somebody else has to step up. And I don't know if we have a dog on defense like that. I need to see who's going to be a dog now. Like this is your season is 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 is, is it's over, but it, it can still be salvaged. Like there could be some there could be some great moments within this season. Still, this would be some great football plays. Still, if y'all believe in it. If you don't, it's gonna show. So that's all I'm gonna have to say for that, man. That, that, that's basically it for me. We're gonna see what's going down Saturday. I'm pretty sure we'll have another uh, podcast on Friday, uh, talking about the Ohio State game. I'm pretty sure uh, we're, gonna, <laughs> we're, gonna, we're gonna get we're gonna get Jordan back on on board. We're gonna make sure uh, he's available and ready to go because uh, Friday Friday or Thursday or Thursday night, one or the other is gonna be the time where we got to talk about what's going to happen on the Ohio State game for sure. The game that we were all looking forward to this year. Yes, we were. Now I don't know anymore. Ah. <laughs> Still looking forward to that Michigan game on the 29th, though. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Always ready for that. That'll be the game we win. <laughs> that'll, be, that'll be the third win for the season. That's it. I just spoil <laughs> it. Hopefully, I'll win my money. <laughs> yep. Yep. But all right, Spartan Nation, that's going to do it for me and West Coast Rail in this episode. Yeah. We went off on a little bit of a tangent here, talked about a lot of crazy stuff. Um, you know, yeah. I mean, it's just, listen, I mean, there just isn't a whole lot to talk about right now. Bad things are going on. Nah. It's just a dark time. We're just trying to get through it. We're that's just it. all trying to get through it. So, but yeah. check us out. Twitter, Spartan Dog yeah. Podcast, Spotify. That's where we're at. Apple, Apple, Apple uh, Podcast, Apple Music. Are we on Apple Podcast now? Yep. We are on Apple Podcasts now. That's great. Get out there. We appreciate everybody who come out and listen and sticking through this with us. Um, Better times ahead, hopefully. Better times. Brighter times ahead. Better time. Better future coming for this program. Um, I do still believe I'm behind the whole fact that I think Mel Tucker can get us to the playoff and win us a national championship. But we just, we got to make the changes. We got to make the changes necessary to get there. So that's that's it. But that's um, it. I I believe, I still believe in him too. I still believe in him. Like, Like you said. We got to see changes. Mm-hmm. Antonio was afraid to make change. You have got to be the guy that says, you know what? I'm not going to follow in that guy's footsteps. Yep. Be the, be the guy that wants change, and we'll be fine. All right. So we'll see y'all yeah. on the next episode, Thursday or Friday. Catch us then. Until then, uh, go green. Go white.